screen are going up. The Football League Cup for the first time in their history. It's that time looking in the playoffs. Welcome to the Heavens Devils podcast, a Forest Green Rovers podcast by two millennial Americans who don't really know what they're talking about. My name is Nathan. This is Sham. Heavens Devils podcast, the most evergreen FGR podcast ever given to the world. <laughs> Shout out to the Suez Canal, baby. Nice. We made a political statement. We said, free the Suez Canal. Free the Suez Canal. <laughs> and it happened. Nice. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they finally freed that thing, right? They did. They did. You see the video of the uh, Egyptian like tugboat crew? Tugboat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> I loved it. It, f- it felt like they that won promotion awesome. into League One. Like That's how much they were <laughs> celebrating the release of that shit. <laughs> that was awesome. Oh, uh, yeah. The- <laughs> if you haven't seen the video, you should check out the dude celebrating after uh, freeing that freeing that bad boy. Um, also, uh, that that whole event has gifted us with an outstanding meme template for at least you know the next five six months. Have you, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The, the little. Yeah. Is it the what? The little thing? Yeah. The little, yeah. Uh, the little uh, digger. Yeah. The right? little digger, digger against the, the whole giant. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, no. It, it's, it feels like that's what our first team is. Like our first team that isn't injured up against like promotion to week one. <laughs> <laughs> the ship is the See? promotion. Virtual uh, visual uh, audio meme. There you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Alright, let's get into it, Shimmy. No time to waste, Shimmy. No time to waste. Uh, I'm not even going to ask you how you're feeling, Shimmy, because I don't care. No, I'm just kidding. I care, Sean, but we don't have time. We got to get moving, Sean. We have a massive, massive podcast, Shimmy, um, but not, not because of us, obviously, but because of our guests, Shimmy. Yeah. We have three incredible guests on this podcast, Shimmy. Uh, oh my goodness! So it's 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 gonna be a super long episode, but uh, well worth it because the guests, the, the people we have on today are are awesome, awesome, awesome people. First up, best dressed man in league two, Shimmy, officially listed as a defender, uh, but he he plays wherever we need him, Shimmy. Outstanding human, Dominic Archie Bernard, Dom Bernard, Drippy Dom, what a guy! Outstanding dude. Uh, we had a great little chat, didn't we, Shimmy? Yeah, it was such a blast to meet our fashion guru, the Doge of Drip, our champagne defender, Dom B. It was a pleasure. Champagne Poppy. Champagne, champagne Poppy. Poppy. Yeah, he's a, a Drizzy pleasure, fan. Man. He's a Drizzy Drake fan, like he mentioned. You'll, That's right. You'll hear that and much more in our interview. That's right. Oh, my God. And then at Dom, outstanding chat. After Dom, we have a very funny off-the-rails chat with Tom from the Bantam's Banter podcast of Bradford City podcast uh to preview the bradford city game we talk very little about bradford city uh but it's still it's a good chat um listen to their podcast ahead of this match actually and i, I was cracking up they're very tom and dom very very funny guys uh great way to get uh you fired up well not to mention their kids their kids are better podcasters than even we are so it's uh, <laughs> it awesome that's true outstanding outstanding pod anyway hopefully i'll get you fired up and ready for friday uh, and then finally, we have Statman Chris Latham, who, even though he drops a great stat, as always, we actually have a really good conversation about Jamma. Try to address some of the, you know, some of the questions like who's going to actually score now that Jamma's gone. So, Shimmy, we got a massive pod, a ton of guests. Shimmy, I don't want to say too much up front. We'll, we'll do a quick thoughts on Bolton match, um, but we we gotta we gotta get moving, Shimmy. We gotta get moving. One thing I do want to talk about, Shimmy, though, really quick, really quick. Seaspiracy, Shimmy. Did you watch it? I have yet to watch it. 
Outstanding, Shimmy. Outstanding. You need to move it up on your to-do list. Move it up. Get. Don't worry about the dishes. The dishes will do themselves. You gotta watch it, man. Outstanding. Outstanding, Doc. Uh, and I'm and I'm not just saying that because Race Hell Praise Dale Vince is an executive <laughs> producer on it. Genuinely awesome. Uh, will make you rethink a lot of things about industrialization, capitalism, eating fish. It's it's awesome. So awesome, Shimmy. My wife cried. And I even got, I got something in my eye that made my eyes water. It looked like I was crying too, but I assure you, Shimmy, it was just something in my eye. But outstanding, outstanding documentary. And also, JAMA, a legend. Obviously, you know, Jamil Matt, obviously a massive story right now. We will, but we talk about that a lot with Dom and with Statman, Chris Latham. So we'll table our thoughts on the incredible Jamil Matt for our Dom and Statman chat. Uh, but obviously, we're wishing JAMA speedy recovery. Your FGR family's behind you, Big Jamma. Uh, no vegan beer of the week this week, because uh, we got to get moving. We're just sipping on whatever is in our fridge. Uh, all right, but before we go on to the amazing Don Bernard, wanted to give quick thoughts on the Bolton match, like 30 seconds or less. Terrible freak freak accident with Jamma there in the third minute. Uh, but overall, you know, considering the number of injuries, considering how many guys are playing out of position uh, or, or are just now getting into the team, you know, I, I didn't think we played terribly. Bolton are a really good team you know they, they've got outstanding defense yeah, they're on a crazy run that's now 13 unbeaten for them they got santos baptiste at the back uh one incredible moment of quality that cross from uh what's his name delfunzo whatever into doyle doyler big doyler doyler <laughs> who volleyed at home doyle's a great player uh they're a great team we're missing a ton of guys so the result is not for me the, the you know it's not the most concerning thing cons- all things considered Way more concerned, you know, sad sad about JAMA, concerned about where our goals are going to come from moving forward. Maybe young Jake, young time, I don't know. Uh, and, you know, we, we are going to get some key players like Ebu and Cadden back. I don't know when, but hopefully soon. Anyway, let's see what happens Friday, Shimmy. We got to get to Dom Bernard, Shimmy. We got to get to Dom Bernard, Drippy Dom. Wow, Shimmy, wow. Phenomenal chat, Shimmy. The phenomenal guy. I think everyone loves Don Bernard already, but I think you're going to love him even more after hearing him on this chat. Just a great dude. Funny dude. Fun dude. Chill dude. Just goes with the flow, as you will see in the first two minutes when he actually changes his clothes (laughs) to match us. Wardrobe wardrobe change. Like right in the middle of the interview. Um, And actually, we should say there's a lot of visuals uh, in this audio podcast. So let's add some context real quick before we get to Dom. Uh, First... There is a great picture of Drippy Don Bernard on his Instagram rocking a floral pattern, almost Hawaiian shirt, unbuttoned down to the belly. Uh, so we had the idea like three minutes before we went live to don our own unbuttoned Hawaiian shirts. Uh, and Dom got a kick out of it, just joined us right away. So awesome. Awesome, dude. So fun. Um, also, we play R- Rate the Fit, uh, where Dom rates his teammates and coaches' clothes. That's also very visual, so we'll drop that video on Instagram and Twitter so you can see what we're <laughs> what he's actually rating. Um, and then last thing before we go to Dom, apologies to anyone from Wisconsin. Uh, I make a comment in here that Wisconsin has a ridiculous accent, uh, and then we all do really bad Wisconsin accents. Uh, but I, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. We love you. We love Wisconsin. We're we know we have some from Wisconsin. That's right, we're Midwest boys ourselves, man. We love Wisconsin. Been to Milwaukee. Great. I had a great time in Milwaukee. I love Milwaukee. Love the people. Uh, I know our Twitter Twitter friends, I think Daniel Dean and Michael Josephs, both Wisconsin guys. So, guys, apologize in advance for our Wisconsin accents. 
We love you guys. Okay, Dom, Bernard. We don't love teas anymore, but we love this <laughs> Facts. Drippy, Dom, Bernard, let's get it! Sit in a box with our owners, do A boss is a road that I've grown into. I love you to death, but I told you the truth. I... There we go. How's it going, guys? Good. Let's happy go birthday, man. Happy Thank birthday. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Appreciate what it. Are you, what are you doing for it? There's not a lot much to do. We're stuck in lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> apart, from, apart from eat and, and watch a couple of films, that's that's my schedule at the moment. I just I, I just realized actually the other day that now that we this you know COVID has been happening for over a year now every single human on earth has experienced at least one birthday in quarantine <laughs> you maybe that's you've it. experienced two two this must yeah. have oh, one yeah. wow i know that's i'm tough. unfortunate i i my, my first one obviously was um the one that we just went into so i just missed out it was like a week before um that we we it happened and i was like oh yeah then i didn't know it was gonna last this long and now we're in the second one so it's like oh here we go again well, Hopefully the third one, you'll be able to have like a proper, proper birthday. Yeah. Uh, so, so Dom, you recognize, you recognize what we're wearing here? Hey. You got to open. I should go, I should go get mine. I should get mine. <laughs> you should, you should. You really should. Should I, should I, should I go get a top one? Should I go yes, get, go get it, go get it. Let's go. Oh, no, no, let's no, no, go. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah, go. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. The fashion guru. Let's go. The fashion guru is here. That's right. Yeah. We peeped. So we peeped the Instagram, and uh, there, you're a man of extremes. It's either the shirt unbuttoned all the way, or yeah. turtleneck, or turtleneck. No in between. No, nah, it's either it. open or closed. It's just one of them. It, it, it all depends on the weather. I yeah. love it. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. All right, well, let's get into it. Let me give you a proper intro, and then we'll get into it, Dom. So we welcome to the pod the drippiest player on the team, in our humble yes. opinions. Drippy Dom, a.k.a. Champagne Poppy, a.k.a. Hector Bernardine, uh, the Cam Newton of League Two. This man is our utility man. He can play every position on the pitch. Steve Spooner, whoever that is, I don't know who that is, but he called Dom the thinking man's footballer. Dom is always calm. Oh, calm Dom. There we go. New nickname. Always composed. Always dressed to impress. Dominic Archie Bernard, welcome to the pod. Welcome wow. Appreciate it. That was some intro, that. <laughs> that was some intro. I loved it. All the names. Oh, I'm all for we, it. I'm here for it. Appreciate you, know, you gotta, having me on here. Yeah, well, thank, thank We appreciate you coming and hanging out with us. Uh, we actually got to talk. What's his name? Joel Wagstaff. He's the PA announcer, I think. We need to we need to start getting some of these uh, intros. Into, yeah, get them in rotation. Yeah, editing. Editing. Right. yeah, that's it. <laughs> right. Get the announcements going. <laughs> so this is a celebratory podcast or celebrating your presence here, Dom. But we have to take a quick break and first and foremost ask about Jamma. How is the big man? Have you spoken with him? Yeah, I, I spoke to him this morning, actually. Um, little messages. He's, he said he's um, obviously well and good, mm. which is good to hear because um, yeah. it was such a freak injury. What, what happened? Mm. Um, yeah. And so early in the game as well. Um, but he, he's going to be missed as well. And, and prayers to obviously Jamma. Hopefully he has a speedy recovery. 
Yeah, we're all sending our, our best wishes. We wish Jamma well. He's called Big Jamma not just for his build, obviously, but his impact, his work rate, his goals. We definitely missed him for much of the match yesterday, like you just said, Dom. And we've seen a lot of outpouring of love and support on social media for him, uh, which was a source of positivity for once, <laughs> you know, from yeah. so many folks, which was cool. But how has your experience been? You know that sometimes social media for a footballer can be a place where you're unfairly challenged. Um, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I think obviously every footballer receives some sort of criticism on social media. There's no hiding away from that. Um, you know, there's always, you know, positives, you know, with you guys, we can speak to you guys from across the world, sending such yeah. positivity to us. Um, and obviously there's a negative side, which it, it comes, with, you know, hand in hand with each other. Um, but, you know, going on, obviously, Jammer is right, he's such a resilient leader. Um, he carries our changer, he's such a big character. Um, but there's no, I don't question him, you know, his, his mindset, Jammer, he's so strong mentally. Um, one of the strongest I've, obviously, I've ever come across. Um, and especially our med uh, the media as well, he, he just sends everyone, you know, he's the loudest obviously as well in the group chat as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with all the media, so it, you know, it, it, it comes in hand in hand with the, with the social media, but myself, obviously, I, I like it because obviously it's just the interactions with the fans as well. Oh, so you're the fashion guru? That's right. <laughs> you you got to stunt. You got to show show the people what good fashion looks like. Uh, well, that, that's a that's a really positive uh, outlook on social media. I, I like that. So, when when you get like a negative comment, do you just like kind of like I don't know? Do you just ignore it or like how do you deal with the negativity? Yeah, it's it's always there. I, you know, it's obviously some we're, we're all human beings. You know, some people can take it, so you have a different outlook on it. And um, I think with my mindset is you know. If you go about life without hearing something bad, you know, on your name or negative, then it's all roses in your life, really. But it's, it's not always, it's never going to be the case. Um, but with me, it's, it's, I see it, if I see a negative comment, it's kind of just, you just look at it and it, it, sometimes you look at negative comments and you actually take on board because sometimes it might be the truth, especially if you look on it on a, on a performance. You know, you look at it, you already know if you played bad or good and you see it and you, and you kind of just see it as a massive learning curve really depending on obviously how it comes across um you know if it's not offensive like that but um right, right. it's kind of just um you know look at it and then on to the next one yeah often so much right. of social media can be destructive but it's great that you take on take it as a constructive way of feedback and leave the other stuff out yeah i think that's the best way of looking at it you, you don't want to get caught up in it too much they're also also the classic uh you ain't popping if you ain't got haters uh but anyway <laughs> but you've been, let, let's let's talk about the performances because you have been outstanding the last several matches um did you play well just to impress us because you knew you were coming on <laughs> i don't know if i had a good game or not <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> no no uh obviously everyone wants to have a good game it was just some right now we're at crunch time so it's like we just yeah. want to play for the wins you know yeah. no matter how we get it it's, right it's all about the w's right now yeah yeah there, there was a long stretch there where it's like oh don bernard is our man of the match but then lewis thomas does something amazing it's like ah <laughs> oh, we got to give it to lewis now but dom's like right there so we're american you know so we, we, we break the rules we don't care we give men of the match so it's been dom and lewis like two or three games in a row um all right so since you are the drippiest on the team dom we are gonna kick it off with a quick game uh dom bernard rates the fit so we're gonna show you some pictures of some folks well actually people from the team uh and you're gonna rate the fit but you got to do it in a wisconsin accent because we've seen some of your some of your fits 
and you're wearing some Midwest colleges. I love it because Sean and I are both Midwest boys. Oh, you got right. a Penn State shirt on. You got a Wisconsin shirt on. So Wisconsin is like the most ridiculous of those accents. So we're going to ask you to do it in a Wisconsin accent, which I don't know if I'm going to do a very good job imitating, but I, I'm going I'm to give you an example. So <laughs> for, for example, you like the fit. You say, eight out of 10, don't you know? Or, yeah. or it's like, a, oh, seven out of 10, don't you know? So can you... Can you <laughs> Give that a try. A seven out of ten, don't you know? <laughs> Let's hey, go. that's pretty Perfect. good. That's, that's pretty good. good. Eight out of ten, don't you know? Just say the don't you know. <laughs> don't you, yeah. it, Eight work. out of ten, don't you know? There we go. Perfect. <laughs> hey, Perfect. I love it. Love it. Okay. All right. Let me uh, let me share my screen real quick. One sec. We'll get to we'll get to the drip. Here we go. First work. one. Can you see the screen? Oh, there he is. Visible. Yeah, I see it. That's it. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's go. Let's go. Yeah. The... So rate the fit. Yeah. Right there. That's a 10 out of 10, don't you know? Let's go. We love it. We love it. Love it. Yeah. I also love I also love the banter in the chat. X teammate calling you Bruno Mars. <laughs> yeah. I love this this one from Luke McGee. Uh don't yeah. want to get a table there, looks back. He's always people. getting on to me, Luke. Oh, great. Nice. Kills me because it, it's an empty it's an empty restaurant for everyone at home who can't see this. All right, so there we go. There's first trip. 10 out of 10. Here we go. Next trip, it's going to look very familiar. Someone seems to be copying your style here. Tricky Nikki Cadden. What do we got? What's the what's the here? I have seen this one before. Oh. <laughs> That's going to be a 4 out of 10, don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, the man who was just giving you some banter. Luke McGee. Oh, that's gonna be an eight out of ten, don't you know? Let's go, let's go. Man, I gotta say, Luke McGee, good looking dude. Very good looking dude. He, he, he's got a bit of him, Luke. I'll give him that. Yeah, good looking dude. All right, we go from one goalkeeper to another goalkeeper. Our man, Lewis Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's gonna be a. And three out of ten. No <laughs> no. Yeah, he said the whole fashion for pa. Thomas is picked out of the stands to go into goal. I think. <laughs> <laughs> exactly my wife, my wife said he just looks like a fan. And I was like, yeah. uh, so, but I love that about Lewis. I feel like he does not care at all about. I, I was just about to say, he doesn't care. He, he just, he just that's 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 him. That's that's who that's what he just that's who he is. I like. I it. love it. I love that. I love. I respect that. You know, he doesn't yeah. care. It's just he's a country man from the Swansea, and this is how he, I love it. Yeah. Love that, it. Ele yeah. That elevates the drip. I think that elevates the drip. That's right. Yeah, That's right. Hundred percent. All right, here we go. Next one. <laughs> Odin the North Scott Bailey. That's my guy as well. I'm gonna have to give him. I'm gonna have to give him a nine out of ten, don't you? Let's, let's go. And shout out to his girlfriend here wearing the third kit, the Sea Shepherd kit. You <laughs> got repping it. <laughs> All right, here we go. The boss man. The boss man. Hey. Ooh, he's the boss. Keep in yeah, mind, he's, he's responsible for your contracts. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a 10 out of 10, though. Hey, no! hey. The thinky man's footballer for sure. That's Didn't right. fall into the trap. Didn't fall into the trap. That's right. Here we go. Ibu Adams. Ibu Adams. <laughs> hey, he looks cute as a kid. Yeah, that's, yeah he's smart. I'll give him an 8 out of 10, though. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Last but not least, the gaffer. Look at this pick of Mark Cooper. <laughs> oh, my God. I've never seen this. The hair. The kit. The oh, my God. 
We're gonna have to give him a. I'll give him a little nine out of ten. <laughs> don't you know? Let's go. Let's go. All right. All right. He's in charge of your playing time too, so you weren't biased. That's sure. it. All right. Here we go. All right. All right. On to on to football. On to football here. Uh, so, Dom, how did you become a professional footballer? Can you just quickly walk us through your journey uh, as a local boy, actually, in Gloss to the drippiest Forest Green Rovers player, our utility man? What's the story there? Um, so, starting from a young age, I think I was about five years old, kicking the football. That was when I first really got into it. My Sunday league team, which is local, um, is Treadworth Tigers. Um, so, we started playing there quite a good Sunday lead team at the time. We had quite some good footballers. Um, and as I got older, um, I then uh, went to Cheltenham on trial. It was first. Um, I didn't really get in. Um, and then I went to West, West Brom Development, which is not far from obviously Birmingham. If, if you don't know, it's not far from Birmingham. Um, development. Um, and this age was probably around about 10, 11, I would say, probably not, I can't remember the ages, around about there. Um, and I was on trial, which they, they liked, and they took me to the academy. Um, and the guy who scouted me was, he's called uh, Kevin Dove at the time. Um, he was there, he really, he really liked me, and he, he wanted to offer me a contract at West Brom at the time. Um, but at the time, he then left to go to Birmingham. Um, so I was like, oh, I kind of know. Um, obviously no of him so I was like oh you're leaving he was like why don't you come to Birmingham um, at the time of this I really had didn't really have the choice because obviously it's quite far away from where I live from Gloucester to Birmingham or West Brom um, obviously my my mum was driving at the time so obviously a lot of petrol money um, and she then uh, said you know Birmingham's closer let's give it a shot Birmingham and as soon as I went to Birmingham they they signed me so um, and then from then that's how I just kind of I had a, quite a little longevity at Birmingham, trying to come through the ranks and, and got my, my first professional contract at uh, Birmingham City. Wow, that's awesome. And it's surprising. So you're saying Cheltenham denied you, but then West Brom and Birmingham, two <laughs> massive clubs were like, no, we want this kid. <laughs> yeah. So as a local lad, Dom, uh, did you know of FTR as a child? Who was the first club that you really supported? Yeah, at a young age, just because obviously my parents, I think it was Arsenal. Hey, um, yeah, yeah, it was Arsenal as well. Yeah, yeah, it was Arsenal. Um, obviously, I knew of the local teams. I mentioned obviously Cheltenham was, I think, more established than Forest Green at the time. Um, so they was one of the first clubs that I knew of in the local area. Um, and then obviously as I got older, I got to know the, the teams around me. Obviously, Gloucester City and, and Forest Green as well. Um, and obviously noisy neighbours, the forest green that they start making noise and obviously coming through the, through the ranks as well. So then I've, everyone was asking, you know, the, the club forest green has developed so so much, you know, with Dale Vince obviously taking control of that and turning into what he, um, you know, his objectives and goals are for the environment and, and for the football club. That's awesome. I, I was hoping you were going to say Fulham because I'm a Fulham fan and Dom, I, I was creeping on your Instagram. <laughs> And I saw that you follow a ton of Fulham players. You follow Michael Hector, Bobby Decadova Reed, Cyrus Christie, uh, Ruben Loftus Cheek. What's up, what's up with that? Why you follow yeah. all, my, all my guys? I mean, they, 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 some of them I'm just looking at their stars as well. I'm not going to lie. Fair enough. Fair uh, enough. <laughs> and obviously, Michael Hector, he's, yeah, I believe, obviously, Jamaica as well. He got caught up to Jamaica. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's just obviously they're good players as well. Not only that, but um, yeah. 
they're good players. They Fulham, I mean Fulham got they're gonna they're gonna stay up but uh yeah now and cyrus christie man great great human man awesome dude awesome dude i feel like we have like well we'll talk about the character on this team in a little bit but i feel like we have like just amazing guys on this team yeah and i feel like cyrus christie would fit right in we should get we should get him for the screen. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah but so, it's, so, it's, it's cool it's cool to hear that you have the style sort of thing going you want this league and yeah. extraordinarily gentleman <laughs> going I love it. It's just Instagram's there for everyone's trying to show off their, their stuff. But um, yeah, I'm just having a little browse. That's all, that's all it is. I love it. I love it. So, uh, so Birmingham Academy, I think you played with the, uh, the coach's son, right? You played with Charlie Cooper. Is that right? Mark's son? Yeah, Charlie Coops. Yeah, I played with him. He's, he's actually wow. a good mate of mine. Yeah. He's, oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah. So we we had uh, we went for our scholarship together. Um, our first year, second year scholarship. And we both got our pros together at, at Birmingham. So um, now, yeah, really close mate of mine. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so like a, a real good, uh, good, is that good a, friend. Is that ever like kind of weird with uh, like the coach's son being your friend? Yeah, well, I haven't seen Coops in quite, obviously coronavirus oh, yeah. as well. Um, right. But sure. I haven't seen I haven't seen them in, in a while. But um, obviously, our man at the gaffer coming to watch watch games. He was always there at the games and. Um, Oh, that's cool. It, it's so like a connection I've always had with Charlie as well. So it, it is good, and it's obviously special to have that with his son as well. Yeah. And what what about Odin, the Norse god Bailey? Because he he was at Birmingham too. Were you guys? Did you guys know each other at Birmingham? Yeah, Odin. Odin always calls me big bro, just because oh, we, nice. we, we <laughs> you know, I'm always taking him under my wing. Kind of. He's me and Odin. He he's um when I was him, Odin and Odin, he used to train with us. Um, you know, shows how good he is. He used to obviously come up in age with us as well. Um, and, you know, obviously, he, he, he always said, he won't mind me saying this, but his timekeeping as well back then was just way off it. So I was always the one like saying, <laughs> look, you've got to be, you got to be here on this time. Get, make sure you're here, make sure you're in the gym like this time. But um, I've always, I've known him for, for, for a couple of few, well, a few years now. So it's yeah. uh, a real good connection with me and Odin show. Oh, that's cool. And did, did you play with Jude as well? Jude Bellingham? Jude, yeah. He, he, Came and trained with us as well. Um, I think when I was at Birmingham, he was, he was I don't know, he been like twelve, I'm guessing. Oh wow! But okay. he, <laughs> yes, but he was—he's obviously highly rated, highly rated. Yeah. And, and there's no, you know, it goes to show where he is now, what he's accomplished already at 17, which is yeah, in, incredible. Um, but it was always going to happen the way the stuff that he was doing in, you know, under yeah. 12s, under 12 games, and then going up four four ages. And just wow. still ripping it up. It, wow. it, it was always going to happen, but um, and you know, hats off to him because he's he's stuck to it and he's and he's just showing the world what he is now. Yeah, man, that's super cool. I saw the video making the rounds yesterday of uh, Jude Bellingham in England training where he like nutmegged uh, Eric Dyer. Yeah, you know, yeah. Just yeah. Filthy. And you know, and, he, and he's a Spurs guy too. So as an Arsenal fan, they gave me an extra bit of joy too. <laughs> yeah. That was uh, clean, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it was so clean, so clean. <laughs> uh, but. Um, yeah, Dom, we've mentioned how you've been really uh, impactful in the past several matches, you know, near goal line clearances, getting back in defense, trying to solidify, keep us in the in our matches along with Lewis Thomas. Um, what do you think the biggest strength of your game is? Um, I would say just, just I, I've got a quite defensive mindset. Um, I hate, uh, you know, I hate when, you know, wingers go past me if they, you know, if they do get past me, I take it as a kind of insult it's almost yeah. like seeing as they get this satisfaction of going past you know wingers you beat a man mm -hmm. um 
I just I love one one you know one on ones and just that sense of winning the ball back and not letting someone get past you. I think that's my 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 biggest strength. And you know a lot of our teams say as well. I trash talk a lot on the pitch as well. <laughs> uh, just, but that's just that's just my my me getting into the game, me building myself up, um, and just having that, that defensive mindset of of trying to keep a clean sheet. I love that. I love that, man. Uh, back in the day, you know, I played basketball and, and American football, and I was I love I love trash talk, man. Yeah, That's how I got into it. It was so fun. <laughs> yeah, you can't underestimate the psychological part of the game too. Like some of that gamesmanship yeah. is is a part of it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of of watching NFL. I'm such a big fan, um, and I see a lot of I watch a lot of mic'd up clips on YouTube and when oh, you're in yeah. the game as well. <laughs> I love it. I love just seeing that competitiveness from, yeah. from, from obviously the athletes. Awesome. Oh yeah, I was going to ask you about that because I saw I saw that you also follow a lot of NFL players, so that's cool. You what you watch the NFL from over? That's that's great. You have a team? Yeah. Well, yeah. Because my, my favorite player when I first started watching it, it my, my favorite player was um, Josh Norman. Oh yeah. Head, when he when he was at, obviously the Panthers. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously he's quite he talks a lot as well. I'm Richard oh. Sherman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. So legends what, it, of it, legends of defense and legends of talking trash. Yeah. So you could yeah. say yeah we're talking at the, the the highest here. So but it was yeah and then he went to the Redskins so I was Redskins for a little bit. I was obviously following his path and now I'm kind of in between because I found obviously my player you know who I, who I kind of look up the most and on YouTube as well is, is Cam Newton and obviously he's at, hey. he's at pa- and he's at Patriots now as well which yeah. I never thought I'd, I'd be supporting the Patriots because they always right. you know, they had Tom Brady and yeah. you know, winning quite a lot but he, he's just he's just a he's my guy that I love to watch so um, what's what's the uh, you, you told us the strength of your game what do you think is the biggest weakness of your game where, where do you need to improve the most there's no hiding from it it's got to be my goals I need, I need, I need to score more goals. Um, so I don't, I'm scored for a screen and a shirt. You know, I'm, I'm waiting on it. So it's like me getting in them areas. Obviously, me being that, you know, defending uh, mindset. Is sometimes I think, you know, I just got to get forward and just, you know, gamble a little bit. And sometimes that obviously comes down to, the, you know, the way we set up. If it's tactically as well, you know, we come across teams that are good at counterattacking. Then you know, I'm sacrificing, obviously not going forward a bit more. So I've got to obviously hold back, which is obviously understandable. First main role is to keep the goals out. Um, but I would love to obviously get more more goals onto under my belt. Um, and I'm sure hopefully, you know, once one goes in, hopefully I can, you know, the ball gets going and they score a couple more and get my name yeah. on the goal sheet. Like Bailey uh, Cargill yeah. a few weeks ago when he dropped two in a game. I know, yeah. You were you were pretty close though. I can't remember what game it was. It wasn't that long ago, but you, you had a shot. I, I forget. It was a few games ago, maybe. But you you had a shot. I remember. Probably went over the bar. Probably went over the stand. <laughs> 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 nice. But we're waiting. We're waiting for that 35, 40 yard screamer from you. That just oh, go wild when it happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Take a shot, run around the pitch, swing it around. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah, we'll be doing the same. Doing the same. So, Dom, <laughs> what what motivates you? Life in general, really taking everything away from the pitch. I know, obviously, we're all footballers, you know, that's the title of ourselves, but I think just life in general, just being satisfied with how I am. Um, as long as I'm happy and everything's, everything's good, then that just motivates me you know, more than anything. And it just brings me more energy on when I go on the pitch. I'm in a happy place and, you know, making sure my family's good, happy, and, and healthy. There's, n- there's nothing better than that. So, and then it comes hand in hand, you know, when we, when that happens, you, your goals, you know, with obviously Forest Green is promotion right now. And that only just 
ticks it more. But obviously the motivation right now is to get promotion. Um, and everyone in the club knows that and everyone's um, ambition right now is just to head towards that goal and, and achieve it, which will be some achievement when it, when it, when it does happen. Exactly. I yes. love the way you phrase that. When it happens, it's not a yeah. when. I love that. Yeah. yeah. No, I love love the confidence. We when we had Dale Vince on the pod, he was like, he was so confident and made me believe. Like, yeah, man, we're gonna be a championship team in like three years. I love I love the confidence. <laughs> it makes us all you know. We all believe, and we, and we yeah. back the boys. But we have had a few a few tough results lately. Um, so, question for you about that. After a tough loss, what do you do? How do you heal mentally? Um, well, right. Well, I, was, I always watch the game back. Like today, I watched it just this morning to watch the game back. Um, that's that's probably the first thing I do early in the morning. Try and get out of the way. Um, so, obviously, after the game, you know, everyone's emotion, emotional. Obviously, everyone's emotions up in the air. Um, but when you actually watch it back, um, you get a good understanding of it. So, I've watched the game back to see where you went wrong and whatnot. And then, normally on a Sunday, if it's a Saturday, I normally just go for a walk. Um, just kind of chill out, nothing too heavy. Um, see, spend time with my family and my, obviously my girlfriend as well. So <clears throat> that's probably the first thing after a game. There's nothing obviously you don't want to get up and doing another madness after a loss because you're tired, you're dwelling on it, you keep thinking about it. But yeah, all, I always, always watch the game back after and, and see what went wrong. That's always a must. Man, there's nothing though. That, yeah, go, going for a walk is the best. Like. Whenever I'm like, in a, if I'm like in a bad mood or whatever, or I'm tight, whatever, you go for a walk, exercise, or I was talking about this with Jamma last time too, take a cold shower. Man, I love cold showers, <laughs> yeah. Dom. I can't recommend yeah. it enough if you don't do it. It's the no, best. yeah. I, I, I can't remember, there was someone on, uh, on, on immediate, something guru, I can't remember the guy's guru, but he was talking about Wim the Hoff? benefits. I yeah, I think it might be, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's there's talking a book about the I just read called called the Wim Hof method. Yeah, go ahead. But that's, that's yeah, that's just. Yeah, yeah. talking about the benefits of having a cold shower, there's nothing better. Even obviously a cold bath, obviously having a bath for the legs and well. But yeah, I can't I would recommend anyone out there to have a cold shower. Just once in a while, that little, takes quite a while to get in the shower though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You gotta proper psych yourself up to get in there. Oh, you do, you do. That's all the mindset, that. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. What else is happiness to you? What, what are some other keys for you to happiness? Everyone has their own goals, really. You know, whether they achieve it, they, they need to know that everyone's in their own lane, everyone's living, they got their own individual life. No one's trying to compete with anyone. Um, and I believe, obviously, that's where some people obviously get, you know, in their unhappy zone, where they, they see um, that wish things that they can have, when, it, it, you know, it should, never, it should never be like that. As long as you have your own goals and, and what know what you're happy in, what you're comfortable with and everything's how you see it and how you want it to be, then I believe that just justifies happiness as well. And I hope obviously, you know, many people just um, obviously get know that because some people never think like that really. Um, right. But I feel like once they get to know that, then you'll be it's obviously such a much better place and a happy place. Yeah, those are some really, really wise words. You know, happiness mm. is not one size fits all, right? Everyone has their own. Goals. Exactly want to go love it yeah no 100% but that's I think that's the main key obviously and and obviously like I said touching on social media as well that, that is the, the obviously the ne negative side of it as well some people get caught up in that that's great yeah don't compare yourself to others man there's a great quote I think it was George Bernard Shaw but I'm not 100% sure about that but it's, it's like uh, there are two great disappointments in life not getting what you want and getting it 
meaning like you know you know we don't we 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 always want stuff and then once we get it we don't like appreciate it then we want something else we else, want something yeah. else and that's like kind of spirals down to like this i don't know to being unhappy but anyway let's get let's get back <laughs> let's get back to you dom before we, we only go to the philosophical uh, yeah. yeah yeah we're getting and, too deep <laughs> yeah we're getting too deep getting too deep way too deep for this podcast uh, so dom what, what do you are you, do you what do you listen to uh, music wise podcast audiobook like what are you into or, or reading anything like that yeah music wise is, is r&b and hip-hop it is you know obviously the old trizzy drake yeah. in, the, in the headphones before the games uh, yeah, and right now obviously the yeah the podcast obviously i've listened to to your podcast so we've obviously having jammer and, 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 the, and the players <laughs> on there as well yeah um but my brother just gave me a, a, a new book as well and obviously he delivered it obviously gave me a gift on my birthday um Tim Groves, Gro, uh, Grover, who coached obviously the mindset of, the, of Kobe Bryant and all of them. So, oh yeah, look, yeah, yeah. So looking to obviously, I think Rel- uh, Relentless is good. So nice. hopefully I can get started and reading that. So that's um, one of the books I'll be starting. Um, but yeah, that, I'm more of a, like a podcast. I like things in my ear, you know. I'm mean, a good listen, and uh, you know, I think there's one as well, another podcast which um, I am athlete or something like that um, nice. on YouTube. So. I'm, we listen to that as well but other than that it's um you know of course you've got the tunes as well and the, as soon as we <laughs> yeah. get into a training ground as well all the boys have got the tunes on so some of the music is is run by dopes as well so as soon as i get in the changer <laughs> yeah. so as soon as i get in the changer it's not it's already on so he's just playing it out loud so nice. that well, makes love it. listen to yeah. yeah, that's what we heard. We asked Jim who's the best <laughs> who's the best DJ on the team and he's yeah. like dokes and runner up is Collins as a yeah yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. As a yeah. Yeah. To be fair, as a, he, he plays some good. He, he, he's a, he's all them. He's one of them guys who you never listen to a drama and you don't know. You just what's that? I quite like that. I don't. So you, <laughs> I love that's it. why we got to have a little mix mix and match. I love it. <laughs> I love it. And and Taylor Allen also tails as well. Tails. Oh, tails nice. as well, Yeah. The young yeah, guy. Nice. Yeah. Getting his yeah. uh, starts recently too, right? Getting the yeah. in the first team. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Good and good on him as well. Good on tails. Speaking of young guys, here's a, here's a little <laughs> transition for you. <laughs> Dom, how many eight-year-olds do you think it would take to beat you in a football match? Like, it's just you versus eight-year-olds. How many of them do you think you, they, there needs to be to take you to beat you? Eight-year-olds. Dom versus eight-year-olds. Ooh, I've got, to, I've got to go. I've got to go. Ooh, Ooh good question. It's got to be a hundred. <laughs> It's a hundred. Oh, wow. I like that confidence. I like so you're, that. Not, you're not, you're not letting a hundred eight year olds past you. You're, you're doing one long tackle across all of them. One, one long one. Whoever's got more is getting it. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. I like that confidence. Let's go. Yeah, no, they have more energy now. I don't know. I'll just be sitting back defending. I don't know if I can get a goal against someone. <laughs> this, is, this is the opportunity for you to work on your goal scoring. All right, we're going to set that yeah. up with training. We'll talk to Richard Dryden. Yeah. We'll get that set up. This is going to be the latest FGR community outreach thing. Yes. You know. <laughs> but we'll have everyone sign a waiver. It'll be fun. <laughs> cool. Uh, so so we, we, we know you're a consummate professional. You're dedicated to your craft. In your downtime, you're listening to motivational things, trying to get the edge and the mentality. But we're curious, what would you be doing if you weren't a footballer, Dom? Probably probably somewhere in the, in the fashion industry, I guess. I, like, I do like looking at, at some of that stuff. Um, or, or um, you know, recently started the first um, lockdown. I was starting to see a little gym instructor and um, course. 
Jimmy set the course. So I was doing doing a yeah, doing a bit of that. Um that's a good question. Yeah, probably something something to do that though. Obviously the business side, um, which I wanna have a look at a few courses to to obviously just open up many doors as well and something to have on the side as well which is I know a few players a few of the players are doing that as well um, there's obviously something just away from the pitch that you can something new to learn really but it'd have to be something like that away from the pitch I've never really thought about it because obviously we're quite fortunate to to be in this position as well but it never obviously as you guys know footballers never last any athlete you know you get past that age you got to go on something new so yeah um, but yeah, probably something I've just something in the gym or something to do with clothes, I guess. Cool, nice. Well, you have a long career ahead of you, though. Yeah. So we don't you don't have to worry about that for a while. But that, that's <laughs> awesome, and I can I could totally see both of those. Yeah. I love that. I love and, that. Uh, looking with both of our both of our chests exposed, we obviously there is a big <laughs> demand for personal training. Get it out. So right. you know <laughs> we, we we need some help there. So you you must have two clients that would do the virtual uh, Tom Bernard. You know. That's right. We we need both. We need. We need fitness and fashion advice, Tom. So we will hit you up. We'll be your. You guys, you got the right shirts, so you're doing all right. That... All right, all right. We're learning hey, from the best. Hey. We're learning from the best. Uh, Love it. So moving to FGR here, Dom. What do you What do you think of this year's team? Unbelievable. Um, I mean, obviously, like you're saying, it, it seems like it, we've got a great, you know, some great guys in there. Without saying it, we have. You know, this is probably one of the best change rooms I've ever been in. Um, so many characters, so many leaders, you know, and we've got obviously the seniors as well, and we've got young guys as well, it's obviously freshmen as well. Um, but everyone, everyone respects each other and everyone, I think the main um, part of it is, is everyone's just on the same wavelength and the same beliefs that, you know, there's one goal and everyone's just heading towards it in the, in, in the, in the right way as well. But hopefully, you know, we, we achieve that with, with this team we've got because there's, I can't, you know, there's no better guys that it can happen for, you know. That's awesome. Yeah, it shows, man. We see it. Like, it just seems, well, one, through all the guys we've talked to, but, and then all, everyone just seems so together. It's like such good human beings, like great characters, professional, no knuckleheads on this team. Um, <laughs> you know, also just following on social media, it just, you know, I love when Dokes post behind the scenes stuff. Like the other day, uh, you guys all ex all working out together. Um, and, and, and then also when you see you guys on the pitch just fighting for each other, standing up, yeah. like shout out to, and it just came, just came to mind, Elliot Whitehouse the other day. 94th when, uh, minute red card. Yeah, when <laughs> dude like tried to step on Waggy and uh, yeah, 94th yeah. minute, Whitehouse got in his face. I, I like that. I know a lot of fans are like, you got to be smarter there. And I was like, no, man, I love that. Fight for each yeah. other. Um, so yeah, you, you can see the chemistry. It, it, it shows on the pitch. It shows off the pitch. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. I think we have a very, very special special thing with this team and, and uh all the all the recipe all the recipe for promotion uh if we yeah. if we don't keep getting unlucky with all these injuries <laughs> but yeah anyway. i think obviously that's the, the main obviously the main problem but it's like everyone's we, you know we've got the whole season no one's no one's injured touch wood then and then we you know it just all comes you know everything comes the range but, of pores exactly but uh you know obviously we're, we're past through that we've got so many good players and the team like you said the team just fights for everyone for each yeah, other you know it's a great energy coming off the squad we we love seeing yeah. it tuning in every tuesday and saturday for it uh, yeah so, so dumb what, what do you think of fgr's mission off the pitch the best thing about it is it's out there worldwide now um forest green aren't just known for their philosophy of football what they bring they're doing such good things off the pitch which we touched on obviously head development you know being a part of it as well and 
even you guys, obviously across the world, everyone's looking at Forest Green, everyone supports them in, in that way. Um, and not many people who follow football, they just like Forest Green because, like we said, they're doing such an amazing stuff off the pitch. Um, but I'm all for it, you know. They're um, they're carrying football in a different way that has not been done before. Um, and hopefully I've, many teams, you know, wow, they're starting to follow in terms of obviously the food as well and stuff off the pitch. Obviously, I know Everton are doing their new stadium as well yeah. with the environmental stuff as well. So mm-hmm. it's, I think it's just this, this, the start of it of teams actually just feeding, feeding off and getting new ideas off the, you know, the first ones to, to, to do it. Yeah, yeah as are pioneers. It's awesome. Right. That's it. Yeah. You're a part of that, which is really, really cool. Um, and, and yeah, you mentioned like bringing new, f- I, when we talked to Dale Vince, that's kind of one of the things he said is like, yeah, he wants to make football fans, fans of the environment, but he's also mm. making fans of the environment into fans or taking fans of the environment and making them into fans of football through Forest Green Rovers. And it's true. We know, I mean, Sean and I are both soccer fans and sports fans, but we know of other people who had no interest in soccer before their football before this. And now, you know, love Forest Green Rovers because of the off the pitch stuff. So it's, it's really cool. And, and like you said, Sean and I wouldn't be here if it weren't for that off the pitch stuff. So, so very cool. All right, Dom, how do you want fellow players, fans to remember you? As long as I'm remembered of me giving my, you know, my all for, for, for the occasion, you know, for whenever I touch on the pitch, um, I hope I'm remembered that just know that I give, give my all my hundred percent. Um, and that I'm, I'm known to be working hard. You know, whenever I get the ch- chance and opportunity. So yeah, obviously some people will be remembered of obviously the goal scoring and stuff like that. If there's one bit, it's just so odd. Whenever my name gets mentioned, hopefully you know, I just people know that I worked hard for the club, and that's that would that would do me. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think you've cemented that. Like everyone, when you see Dom, you know, like you're getting 90 minutes of just hard work, effort, giving leaving everything out there. So keep it up. Long may that continue as. Uh, Doke said, as Jamma said, maybe I guess that's like a British phrase. Long may it continue. Long may Doke it continue. continue yeah. yeah. Long may it continue. We, we love that uh, one. We, we picked it up. Yeah. I'm gonna start using it. I love it, it sounds, it sounds fancy here. So anyway, all right. Last question for you. Then we're going to do a teammate talk. So is a deep one too, Dom. We're going, we're getting deep here tomorrow, Dom. Let's say tomorrow is, well, tomorrow's actually your birthday. So shout out to that, but let's say that it's, it's not your birthday. Well, whatever. Let's say it's your birthday. It doesn't matter. It's the last day of your life. Tomorrow's the last day of your life, Dom. Oh, what are you okay. doing on it? What are you What are you doing on the last day of your life? Can I say, can I say explicit? <laughs> no, oh, no. <laughs> uh, family, family fun. Family family yeah, yeah. The no. only, the only, the only F word we use is but, family on this podcast. That's right. That's right. But all right. But point taken. All right. Point taken, yeah. Noted. Yeah, we, we want, we want it. We want it. We want to know. We know where you're going with that. So yeah. we got that check. That's on. We that. asked. We asked. Yeah. yeah. We asked. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Obviously, it's my birthday. If it was the end of my birthday, just. Living life to the fullest. That would, that would be it. That would, it. That would, you know, end it, end it off good, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. Yeah. Uh, all right, Dom, we're gonna go to teammate talk here, and then we're gonna wrap it up. So, teammate talk. We this is where we we get a peek inside a special group of players at this special club. So, we're gonna give you a few descriptions. You tell us which teammate matches. Hit them with the first one, Sean. All right, so which teammate do you watch in training and games who motivates motivates you to reach the next level in your own game? Oh, good question. Um, I would have to go probably, well, that's a good question. There's a few of them. 
well, probably our whole team. I would, I would say that whole team, but I'll, I'll give you one. That would probably be probably. I'll give it Jammer. Wow, I'll give nice. it Jammer. Yeah. Awesome. yeah, but, but you're, the the answer you gave was great too. Just like everyone is inspiring each yeah. other and like you know uh, getting the other I, one to go. You know. I love yeah, that. I was gonna say because there's a lot of players. You know, by by talking, um, you know, obviously just encourage you to, to take your game to the next level. And there's people who just do it naturally with the football that you think. Oh, mm. He's yeah. You know, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, but yeah, that's it's hard awesome. to say. But Jamal. That's awesome. I just want to jump in really quick because yeah. uh, Jamma posted today. It was so, so brilliant. And like words, not just for, you know, to inspire footballers, but to inspire everybody. He was, he posted a picture, you know, on, on in Instagram Slaying, stories yeah. in his cast. Mm, and yeah. he's like, um, I'm going to butcher the quote, but he said something along the lines of, uh, it's not why me, it's crap. Now I'm going to butcher the quote. <laughs> what was the quote? <laughs> oh, here it is. The question isn't why me. It's what is this teaching me? And that's like mm. such a great attitude. And that's that's why Jam is 31 years old, having the best career of his life. Gonna have okay, the yeah. next, you know, the best or the best season of his life. Gonna have the next best season next year, 32. Just gonna keep getting better. And that's a, just such a great attitude. So I could totally yeah. see the Jamma thing. Anyway, hit him, Sean. Hit all him right, him. so all right, this one's a little bit sillier. Who has the best aftershave cologne game? I'm gonna have to go with Dan Sweeney for that. Ooh. Dan Sweeney. Yeah, I, I go to Sweeney's quite a lot for my for, for the fragrances. He's he's quite nice. he's the plug. He's the plug around. He's the plug. Nice. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. He, he's it. always smelling fresh. He keeps me quite fresh. He's like with with uh, uh, the white company, which obviously got got me a little fragrance, making me smell good on the pitch and off the pitch. So, shout out to Sweeney's. Hey, <laughs> shout out to Dan Sweeney, baby. Yeah. The very fragrant Dan Sweeney, love it. All very right. fragrant, <laughs> man. Dan Sweeney comes up a lot because we're like, I feel like every question there's always, Dan Sweeney is always popping up. Biggest character, Dan Sweeney and yeah. and Waggy. Uh, Practical what? Joker, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. like <laughs> loud in the chat. Toughest yeah. guy, Dan Sweeney. Best smelling guy, Dan Sweeney. I love it. It's awesome. Yeah, he's just in and around everything. He just yeah. has to be there. He just has yeah. to be there. It moves. All right. So, and maybe this is the same answer, but who do you think is the unsung hero of the squad? Probably Elliot Whitehouse. Yeah. I'll nice. go Elliot Whitehouse, or maybe yeah, no, probably Elliot Whitehouse. Oh, you know, he, he's always a grafter. He leads. He just any any anything he's going into. You know, he does everything um, proper. You know, off the pitch, he's always in the gym as well. We're, you know, grinding out, and he's always working hard, like you know, like everyone else. But he always goes an extra mile as well. I was, uh, that's, that's who I, I, my guess would have been actually. All right, here yeah. we go. Next, next one, Dom. Here we go. Who is, who's the guy whose password to everything is just his name followed by one, two, three. Yeah. And you can also let us know his mother's maiden name if you know it. <laughs> just for no reason. No reason. That's got to be, oh, there's a, there's a, I'm telling you, there's a few. There's a few. <laughs> that's got to be. He's going to hate me as well. Probably. You know what? I'm gonna go Odin. Odin baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna that go Odin. Been... <laughs> After talking with Dokes, that would have been my guess too, based yeah. on what Dokes said. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go Odin. I love it. I love it. Um all right, so who who's the who are you closest with on the team? That itself probably be, be Odin as well. I'm I'm close. There's a few of us, you know, Odin, obviously Dokes as well. Tails. Um, but one who obviously have to be Odin, you know. You know, before obviously all this, we, we were car sharing and stuff from last mm. season. Um, so it was kind of good to obviously have him in and, in and around, you know, coming here because he, he just already knew me and we got on well. So um, yeah, it would have to be obviously Odin. 
in just awesome. previous relationships, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Carpool cool. comrades, man. Those are some of the tight right. <laughs> out there. That's right. That's right. Yeah. All right, here we go. Last last question. Who is most likely to be an extra in Game of Thrones? Probably. I'm going to have to just go with Waggy. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we said. That's what we said. Yeah. Obvious <laughs> answer. Had to be. Had to it's be the, Waggy. It's just the beard. Man. He just yeah, looks the beard. really, yeah, he just got that look about him, Waggy. Yeah, Such a good moment. guy as well. Love Waggy. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah, that's what we hear. Maggie yeah. P, baby. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, we call him that. Uh, you, know, you know Swaggy P? Uh, Swaggy P, yeah. yeah Swaggy P, we call him Waggy P. Shout out. <laughs> Shout, out Swaggy P. Shout out to Swaggy P. Uh, love it. Love it. We need a picture of, I don't know if you've ever seen that image, Dom, of Swaggy P, where he shoots a three. And then he turns, he turns around. And he missed Plank, it. Plank <laughs> didn't know yeah, he yeah, yeah. We need, a, we need one, a waggy yeah. P uh, example that we need waggy to take a shot. He thinks he made it, turns around. So anyway, uh, so, so Dom, so man, th this was awesome, bro. This was awesome. Thank you so much for thank hanging out so with much. us. Can't, uh, you know, can't thank you enough. Especially uh, on your birthday weekend. Yeah, oh, man. Especially it. on the birthday weekend. Massive happy birthday to you, Dom Bernardo. We're, we're gonna we're gonna break this as soon as possible so you can get away from us and actually <laughs> enjoy your birthday. You can find Dom Bernard on Twitter at Dom Bernard X. But you don't want to follow him there. Where you really want to follow him is Instagram, so you can see the drip. Follow him on Instagram <laughs> at the Bernard. That's the with two e's. T h e e Bernard on Instagram. Yes. Um, and you can find him playing who knows where on the pitch every Saturday <laughs> and Tuesday because he's the our utility man. He goes wherever wherever we need him. He's there. Uh, Dom man, can't thank you enough. Drippy Dom, thank you so much. Yeah. Happy birthday, brother. Yeah, folks out there. Continued success. Yeah. Folks out there, change your fit, change your life. Follow <laughs> Dom online. <laughs> I appreciate it, guys, honestly. Thank you. Thank you for your energy and, and obviously having me on here. I appreciate oh, it. Thank, yeah, thank you, Dom. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Thank you, my guys. Thank you. Dominic Archie Bernard. Great guy, Shimmy. So positive, so chill. What an asset for this team to have dom on it yeah love dom he's our utility man he goes wherever we want he uh, we want him to on the pitch he makes great defensive stops carries the ball when he needs to just love that guy yeah we, we want to have richard hughes the director of football on sometime and ask him this but it's like we it's like every every player we have on is outstanding like do we only recruit incredible humans to be on this team richard hughes let us know <laughs> uh every guy we talk to just so cool so nice so smart Humble, motivated, Don Bernard, no exception. Uh, just incredible character. He's got, you know, focus. His priorities are straight. Uh, he's going far, man. He's going far. And uh, and I hope it's with us. I hope it's with the Forest Green Rovers. Mm. But that man is playing his boots off right now. He's got a future. And I want him to get his first goal before the end of the season. Shimmy, maybe, I don't know, maybe Saturday? No, Friday. Who plays Friday? This Friday, week? yeah. Maybe Friday? Yeah, maybe Friday, 35-yard screamer from Don Bernard. Let's go, Dom. We need it. Need that goal, baby. Uh, yeah, we do. We desperately need that goal, actually. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, let's get to – with that, let's get to our match preview with Tom from the Bradford City Podcast, Bantam's Banter. This is There's a lot of banter in this in this uh, this uh, segment. Uh, very little football talk, but – it goes everywhere. It goes off the rails, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, Tom's a hilarious guy. Bantam's Banner. Very funny podcast. Let's get into it. Your father, your brother, your sister, your mother. Everyone's got to be a brother city lover. We go behind enemy lines today with Tom Fletch from the Bantam's Banter podcast. No idea what a Bantam is. 
Uh, I hope I'm not saying an offensive word. If so, we'll bleep it out. But anyway, yeah. Tom, welcome to the pod. Hello. Thank you for having me on. This is so random. So random. Two guys <laughs> from New York, America, doing a podcast about Forest Green Rovers. Message me on Twitter. And I'm thinking, this is a massive wind-up. I'm sure it's a wind-up. Yeah. I've got to do it just to see if it is a wind-up. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, Tom Tom came on and he said, oh, you guys have really good American accents. <laughs> All right, so Tom, first question here. With you joining us today, does that now double the number of podcasts you've done in the last two years? Yeah, it does, unfortunately. I can't believe you're bringing that up. What was it? <laughs> it was bad as the fans. Yeah. So what's up with that, man? We, we, we went looking for some Bradford intel. And oh, you've released yeah. literally one episode since July 19th, 2019. One. That was the recent one, uh, March 11th against Bolton. It was. So What happened we, there? Uh, we used to love doing it. And uh, I, I could blame it on the kids, but I won't because I love them. <laughs> um, but like, we, Dom got a job at Sky Sports. You might have heard of Sky Sports. And yeah. he, he was working there a lot of weekends. And I had my own business and I sell nail files. Yeah, that's true. And Nail, um, wait, what? nail oh, files? Uh, Nail files, like, like what you do. Okay. <laughs> yep. Nice. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's the same word in America. Nail file. Um, <laughs> I, was, I, gotta, I was busy. Wait, how oh, did no. you get in the nail the nail file business? <laughs> it's, a, it's a big game over here. I'll just let you know. It's almost as big as podcast. Um, but it was kind of that was getting busy, and the, the children were young, so we, we love doing the podcast. We, we've got such a good friendship. We used to take the you know piss out of each other all the time. Yeah. And, uh, we, and but we just it, it, as you guys probably know, it's a time thing. It, it, people think a podcast is you're going to come on and chat for an hour and that's it. There's promotion. There's the whole editing of it. Is, yeah. you know, chatting to fans. People send you emails all the time. I want to be on a podcast. It's, it's almost, it's a part-time job, really. And we just didn't have time. So we do it now and again when we can be bothered or when there's like a really big game. <laughs> we played ball the other week. It was a big game for us, so we, we did one. Um, but it was quite rare. We don't like, we'll, we, we say we don't like people bringing it up. We've, we've retired about three times. We're not going to do <laughs> If you listen back to the old podcast, we say, that's it. Goodbye. We'll never see you again. And then they see us later, we'll do another one. It's like uh, <laughs> labor of love a bit. So, yeah. I love like the it. Michael Jordan of League Two podcast. You had to retire once, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go play baseball, and now you're back. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Similar, well, so yeah, you- so you made a podcast. You said you only make them for big games now. I noticed that there's no new podcast coming out this week. What's up with that, Tom? You're underestimating us? Well, I know. <laughs> I'm not saying Forest Green a small club, but I mean, we, we, the idea was actually to do, because I've actually built a golf simulator near my, in my local town for people to come and play golf. Uh-huh. And it's a massive screen. It's like 16, it's like 16 feet you know, wide. And we, we watched this Bolton game on that, as you may well well be aware so the idea was we're going to watch all the home games on that but honestly we've got the kids on and they, they loved it so much they wanted to come on every single episode and let me tell you now <laughs> it is impossible doing a podcast with children oh, like yeah. parenting and podcasting together is just a yeah we, we listened to the episode the bolton episode and it's yeah. like oh man you guys were heroic <laughs> like <laughs> trying to manage the the kids and at the same time do commentary although the kids and were not swear excellent. And that's where, yeah. yeah. That's where it was yeah. But no, the kids, <laughs> the kids were, were the, they were hilarious. Uh, they were good, yeah. They're really good. And but the thing is, you, did, you didn't know the stuff I edited out. 
So my my son read the full halftime scores out for about 15 minutes <laughs> at halftime because he was adamant on doing that. But I thought I can't leave that in. It's so it was a big the big one of the biggest edits so done with cutting stuff out and splicing right, together. Right. So, so we I think we might we might do another one, but it's you know time dependent. <laughs> it was so. It was so good. Well, in any event, it, it, it's a good listen. Uh, it's, it's, I feel like actually we have a lot of similarities. We have a lot in common. On both of our episodes, well, one, on our last episode, we both talked about Bolton Wanderers. Uh, we both talked about dinosaurs on our last episode. No joke. Uh, no joke, Tom. Uh, we also both, we, lo- we love soundboards here. So Teddy, Theo, Nico, you guys got a job here yeah. if you want it. Um, and uh, we, we both play stupid quiz games. Um, and I think I think Sean and I have the same level of knowledge and insight as Teddy, Theo, Nick, Nico. So we have a lot in common. <laughs> yeah, we're less kids than guys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely worth it. Yeah, we're less polished speakers than they are. They actually like enunciated. They were like I gotta, professional yeah. to us. It was great. I gotta say, they sound yeah, they sounded fantastic. I don't know yeah, if that's, they did. They were a lot more the clear. accent or yeah, yeah, they're very they're very clear. Um, can I just briefly tell you, I'm, I'm going diverting here, but me and Dom did a community radio show years ago, and we were, it, was, it was called the Tom and Dom Show. And uh, randomly, we put out online, and in Texas, there's a show called the Todd and Don Show, and they heard it <laughs> randomly, and they actually got in touch with us, these Texans. And we had like a small listener base in Texas, so these Texans listened to it. They sent us a box of Texas-like delights, like canned rattlesnake and hats and stuff and, and the rangers and it and they were talking about our voices and they're going they're going oh my god they sound just like the feels <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean you yeah you all sound the same to us we can't we can't differentiate uh the guy we had on last week from bolton he was like oh as you can probably tell by my accent i'm i'm from yorkshire or whatever we're like yeah, no we have no sure. idea we yeah. cannot <laughs> yeah, differentiate no yeah differentiate any accent from another one in england so (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um but yeah a lot of similarities between our pods i think probably the only difference or the big difference is your pod is actually funny but uh uh, no it's it was a great listen man i hope you guys like find the way you know somehow can pump out more because it was it was uh, very entertaining the old stuff there's there's a there's a podcast where we play chelsea in the fa cup quarterfinal and somebody we're beating Chelsea and one of the fans steals Dom's microphone halfway through <laughs> and um it's just uh we're actually because we were the only podcasters to actually be allowed in football stadiums in the press box when the oh, media wow. go wow. and uh, I don't know why because we're one of the first people to do that sort of format we started doing it 10 years ago that format in the actual stand watching the game and talking and because we did that we just we historically had a lot of connections we got into loads of press boxes and did all the media stuff and it was unbelievable and that was one of the cup runs so the earlier ones are just so good because stuff happens like we're, we're playing very big teams we're playing like aston villa which are a premier league team uh, in one of the episodes and arsenal and chelsea we ended up doing podcasts with comedians famous oh, wow. comedians and, and this was like <laughs> the peak of what we were doing and it was just it was just mental but yeah we we're very much like you guys we just try to be relaxed about it have a laugh like we don't yeah. like to take it seriously you know yeah. there's a market for that definitely stats and stuff right we'll just be a bit daft and see yeah, it was right. fun it, it came through like that hour yeah. that we listened to the last you know the bolton episode with the kids <laughs> yeah, it's like, like i don't 
I have no reason to care at all about the Bolton Bradford <laughs> yeah. match, but I was yeah. hooked. I listened yeah. to the whole episode. Yeah. Well, this is, we find that we have a lot of listeners who aren't actually Bradford City fans, and we actually annoy Bradford City fans because we don't talk about the game that much. I think we do, <laughs> but because we, so, we get so distracted off on a tangent, we end up yeah. talking about some random, like dinosaurs. Yeah, Dinosaurs, what you were watching on Netflix. It, was, oh, it killed me. It killed me. You threw in some uh, four screen rover stats. Let's we go. Did. I think you're actually, not you, I think the kids did actually. Yeah, Theo. Theo. Woman it. Theo. Okay, okay. <laughs> Let's go. We're, good. we're cameo. getting a cameo. Cameo, Theo cameo. Yeah. We should be paid for this. These two were four screen rovers. Hey, Theo. What's up, two Theo? American guy. Say hello. Hey. So they're in America, in New York, and the support for us being robbers. Oh, wow. But it was Theo that told me all the stats about what's the shirt made from? Um, recycled plastic. Something like that. Yeah, and like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. The shirt's made of all kinds of weird stuff bamboo, coffee, coffee grounds. It's crazy. But yeah, we heard you drop the stats, Theo. We were like blown away. Like, this yeah. kid knows more than, than us. We do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's and he had better he fashion loves... sense too. He loved the hat. Yeah, he he does. The hat. this is the flat cap. Yeah, and he always wears he always wears braces. I don't know why. He's not like me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh well, thank you, Thanks Theo. Good you. to meet See you. Great meet you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, all right, so that's well. Actually, we're still not even going to get to football because our next question is also not really football related, but it is Bradford City related. Uh, so I was looking up famous fans. And you have quite an interesting crew of famous fans. Zayn Malik from yeah. One Direction, which yeah. I didn't even know. I, I thought, I don't know. I thought he was American. I, I thought, I don't know. I, I get the Jonas Brothers and One Direction. I don't know the difference. Yeah, basically. yeah. No, he's, they yeah, all he's blend together. Much, he's very much from Bradford. And he's a proper, like, Bradford lad, as we say. So grew up in the city. All his family's there, and he's he was he's Gigi Hadid, Habib, or whatever he's going out with. Yeah, that was going to yeah, be yeah. our second most famous yeah. person. Yeah, famous he's, he's man. A, it's a photograph of him in a Bradford City shirt, and everyone's just like, "This is unbelievable. We've never had famous fans." <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's brilliant. It's really good. Gigi Hadid. Yeah, and I saw actually on a thing on Instagram or I don't know somewhere on one social media like well, a few months ago there was like she had a birthday cake for him that was like all yeah. Bradford City. Yeah, so there we go. We got Zane. We got Gigi. Also, another person who runs in a similar in similar circles as Zane and Gigi. Yeah, former boy band member. The Dalai Lama. The Dalai yes, Lama is allegedly Lama. a Bradford City fan. What? What is that? I think that's by default because his colors are very similar to our kit. Uh, ah, okay. <laughs> okay, gotcha. The robes, the mug robes. We did it when we got to a cup final once. Me and Dom did a did a cup final song. I don't know if you know about this in England, but it's a tradi tradition. If a football club gets to a final, the, the, the club produces a song. It's a, it's a stupid song, and you, but me and Dom wrote a song called "Let's Get Ready for Wembley," and in that in that song there's a lyric about the Dalai Lama supporting us. And my in the video, it's actually on YouTube. You can watch it right now. In the video, <laughs> my dad plays the Dalai Lama. He's bald. He's bald. Um, <laughs> basically, I think what happened is he had um, a, a big Bradford City fan went over to visit the Dalai Lama, and he, he, he had a photograph with him holding the Bradford City shirt. And I don't think that's ever happened before. So he just he just held it. Like, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. awesome. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it.
I, 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 we're definitely YouTubing this this video too as soon as we hang up here. Send you uh, afterwards. It's, it's terrible. I mean, <laughs> don't don't take. I know you're American, but don't take it seriously. We're just trying to pretend to rap, so we're not genuinely rappers. Okay, please. All right. Don't worry, Tom. We've seen your you've seen Eurovision, so it can't be that bad. That's, that's right. It. That's right. The government has been like karma. Even a blessing from the Dalai Lama. Let's get ready for Wembley. Let's get ready for Wembley. Get ready. Get ready for Wembley. Knees again trembling. Let's get. All right. So here we go. Here's the here's the question that I was getting to with with all those famous fans. So imagine a crazy, very unlikely hypothetical scenario where you actually recorded a podcast. You got to suspend, you know, your belief in reality here. Uh, but let's say you're going to record a podcast. Dom's not available. He's got to do some horse stuff or something. So you have to <laughs> got to get a co-sponsor or co-host. It's got to be either Zane, Gigi, or Dalai Lama. Who are you picking to be your co-host for that episode and why? Gigi. <laughs> Fair enough. I, mean, I, know, I think um, I think it, I think it would have to be. I don't think Gigi would get me. Understand me. But it shouldn't stand Zane. I think it'd have to be Zane as a as a true Bradfordian. But have you seen the photograph of Ed Sheeran in the Brad Pitt shirt? No, um, I thought he was a. Uh, I thought he was an Ipswich guy. Yes. So Ed Sheeran was was born around near Bradford in a, in a town called Halifax, which is very close to Bradford. And um, he was doing a radio interview and they were pressing him about which football team he supported. And he uh -huh. said, oh, and it, it was a few years ago now. He said, well, if I had to support, support anybody, it'd be Bradford City. So he's on record of saying that. Oh, and wow. He, as he's got older, he's been invited to like, he grew up around Ipswich, that area. He's uh -huh. been invited to the ground and stuff. But this, there's this clip of him saying it. So everyone just clings onto that now. So, <laughs> Yeah, and I first see it love, now. It's like love. this picture of him, I don't know, like in his bed or something. That's it, like, yeah. Isn't really, it yeah, when it was a child. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> oh, wild, wild. Love it, love it. Uh, all right, last thing, and then Sean's going to ask you some like actual questions here. Um, actually, this isn't even a question. This, this is just a compliment. I love the kits. I feel like League Two oh, has yeah. just awful kits in League Two, but your kit is outstanding. Uh, we have this this like fashion police segment where on the show where we rank all the kits in, the, in League Two. I can't reveal where I've put you yet because I know our listeners are waited. They're waiting with bated breath to hear <laughs> our rankings. So I can't say where it's at yet. But the colors, man, the Galatasaray Gryffindor colors up top, yeah, yeah. the black shorts, the black socks. I love it. Classy, unique. One of the best kits in League Two in my humble opinion. So, yeah, we we originally so years ago, hundreds of years, bit of history, might as well. About hundred years ago, we actually started as a rugby club and played in white, and it had claret and amber sort of detail on it. And then it randomly changed into a football club, um, and then we we actually started playing. We originally played white, and then I think we, I think for the, the FA Cup final, nineteen eleven, we wore full claret and amber. We ended up winning this cup final hundred years ago, and then from, ever since then we've really worn claret and amber. But it is such a unique colour. It's you know there's, there's not many teams. There's, there's a team in Scotland called Motherwell. There's Roma, like you say, Galatasaray. It's such a cool book. But, um, but yeah. I don't want to know what those what the people that say that. I don't know what they're eating. If yeah, because <laughs> <they're, laughs> looks that color. Yeah, very, very dehydrated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, might be bigger <laughs> problems there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Tom, what do you think of Forest Green Rovers as a club on and off the pitch? Um, they're very forward-thinking, 
um, for definite in, in, the, in the way they go about off the pitch. And on the on the pitch, actually, they, they, they play very good football. I remember them coming to last year or year before. I'm forgetting what year I am with COVID. Um, but play very good football and, you know, they, they try and play proper football, which is, you respect in a team like that. You know, years ago, we had a team where we just used to hoof up to the big guy at the top, kick it up the field and hope it fall down for us. But, you know, every time we've seen Forest Green Brothers play, it's kind of respectable. Um, but yeah, and off the pitch, they try to do things right out there. You know, they, they try to be ultra eco. And I think some people can see that as quite, what's the word? They're not arrogant, but a bit sort of, you know, this is what we're doing. And I don't know, different from themselves. It's not the normal way to run a football club. But right. I'm all for it. Like, there's, there's a reason my son knows all this stuff about the kit and the stadium they're building out of. And the reason is that it's different, and it's you know they're trying to be very unique. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's it really. But yeah, what I remember, side for sure. All right, yeah, yeah, fair enough. I mean, that's kind of what caught our interest, like you said, just we're at two guys. Like, how are we into Forest Green Rovers? Yeah. Part of it is like the eco message, and I guess you know, like that attracted us. But yeah, it's quite, so, uh, I, think, I think it's I think it's a, it's a great idea for a podcast because podcasts have got to be so unique now and so niche and random. Right, that is, and, and this is incredibly random. random. <laughs> yes. like, right, it's like, me, it's like me and Dom picking up a baseball team on, on <laughs> west coast of America. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's brilliant though. I love it when when I first heard of it. I was just like, yeah, so random. But yeah, it's cool. It's good, it's good what you're doing. So keep it up. Hopefully, you can last Thank the season. You. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we hope so too. So, uh, Tom, what do you think the biggest strength and the biggest uh, biggest weekends of this Bradford City squad is? Oh, so that's a really good question. So, our biggest strength is um, probably our. I was God, it's difficult. And I said our defence until recently. We've been letting some goals in. Um, right, so we have a player called Callum Cook. And he, he's like the linchpin of the attack. He's actually injured at the moment, so you're very fortunate with what we're playing against here. Um, it, it links the midfield and the attack very, very well. Going forward, we seem to be scoring goals, or what we used to do. So I'd say at the moment, our our biggest sort of positive is a, is the, our, our attacking presence uh, for definite. You know, and we, we, a year ago we didn't really have that. Two years ago we didn't have it at all. We were relying on lucky goals, but now we've. We've got players who can have long-range shots on target. We've got good headers. We can be confident. And I suppose our biggest weakness, oh god, um, is oh, I think the lack of fans. So we we have mm. um, it really does kill us at home, home games. So we usually have between thirteen and fifteen, sixteen thousand fans there at home game, wow. which is massive for a League yeah. Two fixture, as you right, know. Right. And that counts as like a, it's a cliche, but it counts. As 12th man on, right. on 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 home games and at the moment you know this is this is we're struggling on these home games where we're scraping over the line and you just know if there were a crowd there would be would be it take us over like right now i know that's an easy answer for me to say that but we are playing very well at the moment we've got a very good squad and there's nobody in that squad who i could think is a lot of rubbish should be playing if, if we had this conversation six months ago, I'd have been saying these four or five players are a lot of crap. Get rid of them. Change manager now. They have got rid of all the players are just, you know, I can't say a bad word about them. So it's hard to pick a negative, really. But question that. Good question. What expected me? Yeah, nice. So you're meeting us at a, at a time when we're not firing on all cylinders. So it could be yeah. a really interesting clash to see. Yeah, I think how we, you know, this Callum Cook that we, we've got, we will really miss him. And is it, we've got this young player coming who's replaced him called uh, Scales. And 
he, he scored um, at the weekend. He, he's, he's only about 19-20, but he's a similar sort of player, but he's not like Callum Cook. Callum Cook got the ball off midfield, turned, passed there, passed there, shoot. It was just that sort of connector block um, in the attack, really. What do we need to do then, Tom, to to win <laughs> against this squad that yeah. is scoring more, a little more freely, and is you know has all quality players across yeah. the pitch? I think you could. I think you could frustrate us, like you know, keep the ball, which I know you're good at. I know your ball retention is good. Well, I don't know about now with your injuries, but I know historically recently it has when I've seen you play. But yeah, keep the ball, um, patient build up. Um, I think we're quite good on the on the, you know on the counter. We, we, we tend to be quite good on the counter, so be wary at the back. For definite, um, we've got we've got uh, Charles Vermin who used to be at Grimsby, a very uh, very quick sort of winger, yeah. a very tricky winger. So and he's good on the counter attack. Um, so yeah, just just have your wits about you, as I suppose. And also we've got Andy Cook up front, who's a, got a brilliant header of the ball, and there's a player called Danny Rowe who could, who's got a, a, a foot like a rocket. He can shoot wow. from anywhere. He's got a ring, very powerful shot. But he'll probably start on the bench. So if he comes yeah. on, you need to mark him. The super sub at the end of that Bolton game, right? That was probably the most exciting part of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So it was yeah. at the very end, yeah. right? 92nd yeah. minute. Everyone is going That's crazy. The kids are yelling, That's get, it. get in. It's like, oh man, like, there's a climax, like the like, thrilling yeah. ending to that yeah. episode. It was awesome. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was a good ending that. But yeah, so Danny, if he comes on, you need to keep an eye on him. Definite, but he's a, he's a good player. But he's been on the, he's been sub a lot recently because he, he tends to come on late on and have a late impact like he did against Bolton. Um, but yeah, that, they're just some key players there, really. But but generally, you, we are right, we're on a bit of a I, mean, I don't like to talk negative, but we're on a bit of a downward sort of running form. We, we, we won, our, won our last game, obviously, but before that, I think we'd lost three or four, three off bounce. Gary, got me head. But before that, we were, un- we were unbeaten in 10. So we had a yeah. brilliant run to get us up the league. Yeah. And we were, we were honestly going on the tra- trajectory as Bolton, the same trajectory as Bolton. Mm. And then f- for whatever reason, Callum Cook got injured, who we were our key player. Then we lost three on the bounce. And everyone's like, oh, we're going to get relegated. <laughs> we're not. Fine. Yeah. Don't panic. But you probably you probably mean it's a good time. I think six games ago, we'd have probably beaten you. And I'd have been confident mm. in that. Mm. But now I'm not so sure. It's going to be, I want to ask people money. Wow. All right. So that leads us to, um, you know, you've set it up very nicely. So what is your prediction for Friday? What do you think the final um, Oh, God. I'd love to thrash you, Guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> um, we do need a bit of a good, solid win. So we've got Clayton Donaldson, who's like a 37-year-old stalwart of the lower leagues, big centre-forward, and he's, um, it, it changed his role um, in the last game. Do one, yeah. And he, he, he had a different, so normally he's a big centre forward who stays out top and he had a different role. He came a lot deeper and got the ball. Um, so if he, if he plays the exact same way he played against Colchester, I think we'll beat you because he, he took that role that Colin Callum Cook took before he got injured. We're getting the ball, playing players in, assisting players. But if he plays in the same position, he starts the same team, which I think he will. I, I think we'll beat you, but I think we'll only just. So I think it'll be a one nil, another two one, maybe a three two, but there'll be one goal in it. I think, nice. especially our injuries, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're on a three goal or three game drought, so you're catching yeah. us at, at a great time. We have not scored in three <laughs> games, and our, our star scorer is, is now injured for the season. So yeah. I have no I idea was where we're going to come from. I know you, I know you haven't scored, and I, I think I'm, I'm not saying our defense is our defense is very good, but we are sh- shipping in a few goals. So if you get half a chance, you you, you, you might you may well take it against our defence at the moment. So I think it'll be a close game. 
All right. Well, I'm looking forward to it. We will wrap up there. You can find them yeah. on at on Twitter at Bantams Banter. Uh, and I would say listen to their podcast wherever you get podcasts. But you may not. You may have to wait until like 2023, 2024. <laughs> yeah, listen to the old ones. Yeah, listen to the old ones. The old ones on Spotify. Yeah, the archive. There we go. Listen to the archive. What? Before I go, I really want you to try and both of you get one guess each. Put Google down, Nathan. I can see what you're doing there. What? <laughs> hands in the air, lads. Hands in the air. You've got to guess what a bantam is. You get one guess each. You might actually know now, what? but guess. Okay. Okay. Uh, you want to go, Sean? Yeah. So, uh, or you I was think gonna, you know? I think I think I know because I, I heard I've heard the term in like box related to boxing before, yeah. and, and I think it's it's uh. kind of like the skinny guys who always look like they're in like a, a cockfight, <laughs> you know, because like bouncing around and like and sort of things. I, th- <laughs> yeah, I think, and I've seen from the badge as well. Is it is it like a chicken or like a um, a rooster? Yeah, so that's your guess, Nathan. Yeah, are you guess, green yeah. or are you going to go super well, <laughs> I mean, I think I th- yeah, I had no idea. I had no idea what, it was, but I got to go with Sham. Yeah, he's, he's you got right. the little he's, chicken he's, rooster thing on your. What yeah, is that? It's, it's, it's a very small chicken. It's a bantam. With like uh, you ate a bantam weight. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's just yeah. like a, it's a breed of uh, of chicken, but it's so random. We used to we used <laughs> to have a boar's head, a boar's head. Oh, wow, wow. You know, like a tusks. Yeah. You know, like yeah. the turtles, the bad guy, the turtles. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah Rocksteady and Bebop. Rocksteady, that's it. We went from that to a small chicken. <laughs> why? <laughs> why? <laughs> I don't know why. How long ago was that changed? Yeah. No, there is, a re- there is a genuine reason. I think the ball was something to do with a local council or local government, as you might call it over here. That was like their crest, and then we wanted to get away from that. And uh-huh. I, I, honestly, I, I can't actually remember why it's a chicken, but now it's a small chicken. We've got <laughs> I love a, it. Okay. A chicken that walks around on match days pre-COVID. <laughs> yeah. it's, called, it's called Billy, Billy Bantam. Billy Bantam. Hey, nice. Him. I love nice. it. Not, not like a, a live chicken, though, right? Like a no, it's a live chicken. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do that. We do that here in the US. Yeah. We have we have uh, eagles you know, the... and stuff. Eagles that fly in. Yeah, oh, yeah, you do. Tigers, yeah, we have yeah. like live tigers on the field, though, Joe. Yeah. So I, I <laughs> no, yeah, I'm, you don't need a little chicken walking around. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, just strutting around. <laughs> Pop out oh, an egg. Man. It's quite a good idea. I'll pitch that to the club for next season. See if it's <laughs> yeah, you know, I could say silver lining. Even though you went with the chicken, I think you're grateful that Venkies came from Blackburn Rovers and not you. Judge, you know, judging <laughs> That's on their fortune. Exactly, so. yeah, exactly. That is a silver <laughs> lining. You're right. Correct. Oh. Well, Tom, thank you so much, guys. If you need a nail file, nail file, Tom is your man. Yeah, <laughs> trying to break out of prison. You're trying to, you That's know, right. orchestrate make sure the those greatest heist in are history. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, Tom, worst of luck on Friday. Best of luck the rest of the season. Best of luck in the nail file business. Uh, and thank you so much for hanging out with us, man. This was like a ton of fun. Really yeah. appreciate it. Went off the rails, which is awesome. That's exactly what I expected, actually. <laughs> yeah. So this is great. Yeah, this uh, is really just like your you podcast. Talk. So everyone make sure you listen to those back episodes of Bantam's Banter on Spotify. It's you'll, legitimately you'll like, really funny. <laughs> I highly recommend thank it. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate that. Good, man. Let's get ready for Wembley. Let's get ready. Tom, awesome, awesome chat, man. Would love to grab a bit. We got to do a Bradford away day someday, Shimmy. Well, hopefully they're in League One and we're in League One too. So hopefully it's like a League One away day. But anyway, I would love to do a away day in Bradford and, and, and meet those guys. Yeah. Hilarious so cool. guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, awesome dudes. Anyway, let's give our prediction, Shimmy. I'm going 2 0. 
Our defense has been solid. Lewis Thomas playing out of, out of his mind right now, Shimmy. We're keeping a clean sheet. We're ending this goal drought. Young Jake Young is going to get the start, and he's going to score. And Shimmy, Dominic, Archie, Bernard is getting on the goal sheet for the first time. Let's go 2-0 to the Rovers. What do you got? I'm with you, Nathan. I think it's going to be a little bit closer. I think it's going to be 2-1 to FGR. It's gonna We're going to feel like the way that ship felt freeing up the Suez Canal. We're going to get this kind of little slump off off our back this three this three game kind of slump Let's go so it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a good one yeah i think dom is gonna have his screamer hopefully like you said Trippy young dom. jake young some of our younger guys maybe you know as can get dom. on the score sheet but i'm gonna say i'm gonna say two one let's go all right shimmy let's close out oh no let's go to Statman chris <laughs> latham for actually uh, not he gives us a nice stat uh but not just a stat we have a nice little chat too so here we go on i just burped on to Statman, chris latham here we go I'm a stat man. We welcome back to the pod, stat man Chris Latham. Welcome back, stat man. How are you feeling today, Chris? Stat man. Feeling, feeling good. A bit bruised by the result yesterday, um, and probably more so the the horror freak injury early yeah. on to Jammer. So yeah, quickly, just like let's hope he gets full and speedy recovery, which is the main thing. But Absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, one positive that came out of it was all of the positive uh, outpouring of love and support on social media. I'm not used to seeing that. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually yeah. uh, more of a toxic place, but it was, you know, couldn't uh, <laughs> a guy so great, such a great human being deserves that sort of out- outpouring, I think. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So what's our stat? stat what's man? the stat? Uh, so <laughs> in, in amongst like that, that cloud of, of that's hanging over us of Jammer being injured, which is, which is, there's no way of replacing him, but I tried to look at what's the impact of not having Jammer. So interestingly, he's not played in eight games this season. That's in like a mixture of cup and league competitions. We've never drawn when he hasn't played. Oh, wow. Interesting. That's, that's just like weird. Eight games, yeah. no goals. Um, but then I like started digging into it. I was like, what's the impact if he doesn't play? The problem is when he doesn't start, he often comes on as a substitute. But the one league two, the one league two game that he didn't start and he didn't come on as a sub, we won. Let's go! Let's go! So we win a hundred percent of the games when Jamma doesn't play. That's what you're saying. In league, in league two, yeah. I think in basically that that's the anomaly stat, though, isn't it? Because I think actually what that game was is that he was rested and we managed to win. In the right, other games right. when he didn't start, we weren't winning <laughs> and we had to go. Oh, we know you're resting you, but you gotta come on. <laughs> right, so like, yeah. In, in League Two, when he doesn't start, is a 50-50% between win and loss. But oh. he did come on in three of those games. So, um, But then I started looking at it. I was like, well, who's going to fill in the goals? Who's going to... Who's going mm-hmm. um, Interestingly, min- goals per 90 minutes played, he is not the highest in, in the team. Interesting. Oh. Let me uh, take a guess. Jake, Let me... Oh, uh, you said no, it. No, my no, guess is going to be Jake Young. Jake Young is... 0.6 goals per 90 minutes played. Jammer is 0.5. Uh-huh. There is one player who's got more than both of those, though. Oh. But he's not at the club at the moment. Oh, which is Maddie Stevens. Stevens. Maddie Stevens, yeah. Oh. So he, he nice. is unbelievably one goal per 90 minutes played in League, in league <laughs> 2. Wow. But, yeah. but, but, FDR, but the flip side of that is he's not banging in a goal every 90 minutes on loan where he is at the moment. 
Um, but then I thought, hey, let's let's look let's look at it, right? So Jake Young, 0.6 per 90 minutes. Um, Josh Josh Davison is 0.3. But like when you look at both Jake Young and Josh Davison, their goals come when they're given a consistent number of minutes. Mm-hmm. So there was a period where like Josh Davison, he played 90 minutes, then he played 71, then 77, and he scored two goals in those three games. Um, Jake Young scored three goals in four games when he played like, I think it was like Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, mm. Tuesday, it, back in like October or something. So I think that there's an old adage, isn't there, that strikers like to play. Mm. And I think I think the more they play, the more likely they're going to score. So hopefully, fingers crossed, like we just pick one guy, back him, give him minutes and he'll score. Um, so we've got to be positive, haven't we? Like there's that. And for those like who, who look for a wild card, a curveball, there's another another player who maybe is going to emerge because some some fans will remember last season or season four, whatever it was, um, Matt Mills, centre-back, moved up front as a striker, <laughs> outraged, like Twitter meltdown. <laughs> yeah. Twitter meltdown. But, but hear me out. <laughs> Bailey Cargill, 0.3 oh. goals per 90 minutes. Let's go, wow. Bailey Cargill. Yeah. Bailey Cargill, yeah. let's go. Yeah. Exactly. I like it. I love it. Well, yeah, that's yeah. I mean, obviously, uh, losing Jamma is awful for so many reasons. Not just the goals that he puts in, but the leadership. The work rate. Yeah, the the leadership, the mentor. But it is an opportunity for someone like young Jake Young to step up and like really. You know, I I remember watching young Jake Young earlier in the season, and I loved it. Like we were so he, he was so exciting. And then I don't know. He just kind of like didn't get the minutes for the like. It's been. It seems like he hasn't played much for a long time. Um, or it's like a so, late sub with like five or ten minutes left. Yeah, exactly. Kind of yeah. yeah. So I think I'm, that's I'm really excited. To, yeah, sorry. Like I was gonna say, I think that's testament to how good Jamil Matt's been, isn't it? Yeah. But I think you just hope that one of those guys in the change room is gonna go. It's a like awful thing that no one would want it to do. But it's a bad situation. I'm gonna make the best of it, and I'm gonna stand up, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. score goals. And hopefully someone in that change room is doing that and thinking like, and then Monday morning in training, they're going to be giving it that extra 10% or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it's, it's, you've just got to deal with it, haven't you? Like all these clubs go through these sorts of things. I'm just gutted yeah. for, for Matt because it's his best season from a goal oh, yeah. perspective. And he's Career such season. a nice bloke that you hope <laughs> he'll just, you just want him to carry on and, and keep scoring. Yeah. But um, I like, it would be good. I, I hope that he stays around as like a, almost in a coaching capacity or something yeah. that we can keep him on side to like help the young players because I think his influence is pretty significant and I know we've done that in the past I think we had I might be wrong with this but I think it was Sam Wedgbury got really badly injured and I think he sort of sat on the touchline for a bit mm. and things like that and I think you know when you've got that experience in the dressing room you hope you can keep using it so hopefully but obviously recovery is the main thing isn't it and that he's yeah. alright but no, that's a great point. And like, you know, every player we talk to, like the JAMA is always like one of the one of the guys they look to. And even today, or we talked with Dom recently he's on this this episode, and uh, we asked him like, who's the one player you learned the most from? And he's like JAMA. I mean, well, actually, he's like everybody, which is cool. It's <laughs> awesome that they have you know they all learn from each other. But he's like, if if you're making me choose one, I guess I gotta say JAMA. And yeah, you're right. It would be great if you could if you could stay. That's that's an interesting idea. Like, keep him around as like coaching an extra coach basically on on the touchline that'd be cool 
yeah yeah even if it's not full time it's just like once a week or something he comes down or i I don't know but if you you only have to see what he put on i think it was instagram wasn't it yeah put something kind of quite profound not why me but what can i learn from this and stuff so he's obviously it's just like what what guy like in that moment to sort of spin it around and that's the second time that 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 uh instagram story has been referenced on the pod Probably maybe even the third or fourth time because usually Statman comes towards the end because we, we talked about that with Dom as well. But yeah, it's, it's so true though. It's like such a great, uh, it's a phenomenal quote and it just like kind of shows who Jamma is. And yeah, man, we're going to miss him. But like you said, hopefully he'll be around, still mentoring, still leading the way, still, still coaching and teaching um, despite his injury. But yeah, oh. Anyway, reasons to be optimistic though because... Uh, young Jake Young is it's, he's getting his chance I know he's young but like yeah let, let's just hope that you know within that I've, I've just thrown loads of stats around haven't I which probably don't mean anything at all to anyone <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like one of those magicians he's like look at look over here look over here and like let's try and be a bit positive I've, surely we're going to score in our next game the next few games That's we've it. got those teams are in pretty bad state of form as well so yeah, you know, he's got to the right. That's right. We're due for a goal. <laughs> Three yeah. matches without a goal. What was the stat? I think it was like, has it been since 2017 that we've gone three yeah, in a row without a goal? It's a long time. And that was wow. a team not capable of what this team are doing, I don't think, at that period. So you're kind of like, this team, we've got, we've been third in the league since like the end of January. We're there for a reason. It's on merit. People can say what they like about certain things or whatever, but collectively, like we've scored goals, they've just got to keep going, haven't they? It's all about mindset. Sport is like psychology is a lot of it. There you heard it, folks. Chris Latham, Statman, is lobbying for Bailey Cargill to become our new striker. <laughs> here, here first, here first, first folks. <laughs> so blame him if it goes wrong. No, but uh, Statman, thank you so much for dropping another bomb on us, uh, as always really brightens our spirits after this like kind of rough run of form and uh, after this goal drought to hear that there's hope goals are on the way thank you so much stat man cheers thanks chris cheers. stat man uh okay shimmy let's close out there thank you to drippy dom bernard an incredible incredible human Thank you to Tom and the Bantams Banter Podcast, hilarious Bradford City Podcast, and Chris Latham Statman. Thank you too, good sir. Shimmy, up the vegan rovers. Up the vegan rovers, Statman. Not just good for a stat, good for a chat. We love you, Chris. Let's go. We are FGR. Let's, Let's go. And as yet, we praise, 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 hell. <laughs> Praise Dale. Dale, yeah, brother. Take us home big time, Tommy. It's big time, Tommy. And here's my thought of the day from Delray Beach. In life, whoever's trying to drag you down is already below you. That's all you need to know. Keep on reaching for the stars. OS for life. Take it easy.